Welcome to the More Tea Vicar podcast from B&A Church in Bristol with Wayne Massey and James Stevenson. We're in the middle of a series looking at questions that came from guests on the Alpha course at B&A Church in the last year. Last week we looked at a bunch of kind of gritty ethical issues and some stuff around Genesis. This week we're diving in to a few um, some deeper questions Wayne Deep, deeper than last week well deep theological questions okay, yeah, yeah. so forgive us um, if you and I get lost okay no, and do remember um, that um, so James is looking at the questions I don't uh, know what's coming this is I haven't I'm looking at the questions I'll get I get a long head start of about 20 seconds yeah, on yeah, you, yeah, yeah. and I've forgotten to do our standard intro which is to say that this is a podcast where we think about theology culture and life culture theology, culture, theology and life <laughs> We are going to record a sting so that we don't have to say that. Anyway, anyway culture, theology, and life so questions. Let's here we go. go. I did have some more questions last night around Jesus' crucifixion. Ooh. We could maybe discuss them another time, but I'll write them down here so I remember. Why did Jesus have to die for our sins? Is it because it is the ultimate sacrifice? Wayne. <laughs> um, well, it is the ultimate sacrifice. Um... But it's, but it's, let, let me do the, the first reason is not because it's not the ultimate sacrifice. It's not because, you know, they, he, he's, he worked out what was the worst thing I could possibly go through and I'm going to do that to prove something. Yeah. It's because um, Paul says that the wages of sin is death. Yeah. So, so when the fall happens, um, the, the ultimate consequence uh, of sin um, and rebellion from God is the breaking of our relationship with God and with one another. And that ultimately ends with our death. So death. Is, so when Paul says the wage of sin is death, so what's a wage? It's um, it's what you get if you um, do a job. So our sixteen-year-old is busy applying for part-time jobs at the moment. If he gets them, if he does eight hours a week, he'll get a wage for eight hours because hmm. it's what he deserves. So so the wage for sin is death. So that's why Jesus dies because that's the wage of sin. And now Jesus comes as the one who is fully human. Yeah. Um, uh, so there's a there's a wonderful. Um, early church father who says what is not assumed is not healed so he athanasius he, thank you who is my favorite i love athanasius. <laughs> yeah athanasius says what is not assumed is he not doesn't healed. get much he t- doesn't get much airtime we normally get augustine in yeah, here no, but that's uh, why i've gone to athanasius yeah, okay. what is not assumed is not healed so jesus fully becomes a human being yeah um but he's not under the curse of sin in the way that you and i are because um he, he is he's in a perfect relationship with god so he's fully man fully god and he chooses to take on our wage so he chooses yeah. to receive our punishment in our place now he can do that yeah. because he's fully human yeah if he wasn't fully human he couldn't take the wage of sin yeah but because he's also um fully god and because he's not under the curse of sin it's it's he, he um he doesn't deserve it and the vindication of that fact is the fact that god the father sends a spirit to raise him from the dead and to bring him to new life which is then what we are offered so we then have a resurrected savior who has taken the punishment for sin and has taken all of our punishment for sin and now leads a new life that we get drawn into and so it is the ultimate sacrifice but not because they that was the worst thing to go for but that was because it's jesus paying he's paying the fine as it were for you it's like we've all been fined and he says i'm going to pay the fine for you have okay I made any sense yeah you have so it, it just just um uh why could he not just have like a slightly nasty time. I know you've said this already, but I'm just, you know, why could why could he not just kind of go? Um, 
100 lashes is enough. You've said, um, actually, the wages of sin is death, and he's come to take away yep. the the consequence of sin, therefore he had to die. Yeah. Why is the wages of sin death? Uh, so let's do, okay, let's do a couple of things. So number one, why is the wages of sin death? Because actually... Um, the way I think about this is, is life is a gift from God. Yeah. And eternal life is a gift from God. Yeah. And what sin does is it says no to eternal life and no to relationship with God. So basically, yeah. so, so for me, it's quite logical. You've basically said two fingers up and walked away from the author of life. Yeah. From the very source of life. In him, we live and move in yeah. our very being, Paul tells the guys in Athens. So actually, it consequently follows that if you say, I want to have nothing to do with the power source of all of life, that life ends. Yes. Um, now, the other way to think about death is like a, a, um, is, uh, it's like a, giant, uh, a giant massive snake, okay, or, or some kind of massive yeah. creature that swallows. So Paul talks about death, where is your sting? Yeah. And that, you know, death, being, death swallowing us up. And so the mistake that death makes is uh, and the devil makes is that is that the one who is himself the author of life yeah comes as one of us and sub and subjects himself to death so death swallows him up yeah it's like darkness covering light and i don't know have you ever noticed that darkness can't cover light it can't so death me. closes its jaws around yeah. life itself and then goes ha ha without realizing that life is going to explode out out of death. So death is not just defeated, it is destroyed because it swallows something it cannot contain. So darkness cannot contain light. Darkness cannot snuff out light. Uh, and, and death cannot snuff out life. And so what, what happens when Jesus takes on the punishment of death is, is he also defeats the enemy of death. Death tries to beat him and loses. So, so the cross is also Jesus taking our punishment, but it's also defeating our enemy. So why couldn't God just say, let's just let it, let it go? So that's the other element of why did Jesus have to die for our sins? Why could God not just say, oh, let's just forget about it? I've got an answer to that. Oh, on, here you go. So quite often what people will do is they will say, um, why does God have to judge? And they will separate actions from character um so um i can't think of anything off the top of my head as an example right now but the the um the theologians would say that actually to say that god can judge is to make the mistake that god is judge it is who he is it's in his nature to judge and and therefore to to ask the question um why could not just god just not let it go is to ask him to do something that is against his very nature yeah and it's hardwired into us to want to put things right yeah um we we we're, we're wired like that. When when a wrong when something wrong happens, we want we want yeah. it to be fixed. A another thing linked to God's nature is God is holy. 
um, which means he's other and set apart. Mm. And so, for example, uh, I am married to Wendy. I am married to somebody who's very tidy. Um, I have become tidier, of course, the cross of my ma- of course, the years of my marriage. But but if I chose to live completely messy, mm. uh, and Wendy just let it said, oh, that's fine, let it go. Uh, and said, so that's great. And, and then I just carried on just living completely messily. That would be that would that that would she would find that really hard because her, it's in her nature to be tidy. And so, so <coughs> sin and rebellion, it's almost like it's, it's a stain, it's a sickness, it's a disease, and as such it can't exist with holiness. That's why, so, so it's not, so if we fixate ourselves constantly on the punishment aspect of death, we forget about the stain of death and sin or um, the disease of sin and death, which is why we need to sometimes talk about Christ our victor, Jesus defeats um, an enemy and, and a f- power that has a hold over us that cannot coexist yeah. with God. Okay. Um, and so that's why, that's why he had to die, because actually death is, death is a barrier between us and God. Death is a, death is, um, sin is a stain that cannot enter into where God is holy. And so, so, so it's a kind of, so he is, so he, so one word that's often used is Jesus is the propitiation for our sins. So he takes the punishment of our sins, but he's also the expiation of our sins. Um, and the expiation is it means to clean away, to wipe away. So actually, at the cross and into the resurrection, there is a there is a cleansing and a cleaning that must occur alongside of forgiving. Excellent. Enjoy your trip into Wikipedia um, if okay. you're listening to that propitiation and expiation. Why was this act of sacrifice carried out as a punishment by those that crucified him? and not a sacrifice he could have made. It's my understanding that he was crucified by the Romans because he was proclaiming to be the son of God, and for them it was blasphemy. But that might be wrong. So for the Jews it was blasphemy. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to think. So I think what I'm saying is, so why, why the cross? Why so public? Uh, why a criminal's death? Why wasn't he just knocked down by a cotton horse? Or yeah, why? Or why did he not um, just one day send himself to a cross? I think is behind that question. Why was it a punishment? Why do you think? Um, because I I think the well when I when I see um, the complexity of the the punishment that's offered in the Gospels, it's really hard to pin down. Is this is this Rome doing this? Is this Pilate doing this? Is this um, the Jewish leaders doing this? Is this Judas and his betrayal? Um, is this um, the crowd? Um, and, and you can see the complexity of political and religious systems and um, uh, crowds and um, individuals all playing their part. And, and the, the truth is that the... Um, the whole of creation in its fallenness um, sinned and therefore um, required the redemption that came in Jesus. Uh, and so the, 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 um, the complexity of all of these different component parts coming together and making it so that this happened um, shows us the extent of the brokenness of humanity and therefore its need for him so the cross i think reveals something about ourselves yeah um, and 
the nature that when God himself steps into the world, instead of us all going, oh, God is here, we yeah. kill him. Yeah. Um, and the nature of our cruelty. As yeah. you, I mean, it was interesting how you kind of, you named all sorts of different people. You yeah. know, all characters coalesce, coalesce around yeah. the cross. Those who run away, those who betray, yeah. those who punish, those who sneer, yeah. those who repent. Yeah. Um, so, so the cross reveals actually the depth of yeah. human nature. The cross also in its, um, uh, I mean, it is truly one of, they say it's probably the most brutal form of execution human beings have ever invented, yeah. reveals something about the lengths that God will go to, to win us back. So, yeah. you know, the Old Testament talks about cursed as anybody who hangs on a tree, hangs on yeah. a tree. So actually to be, to, be, to be killed by the Romans outside of a city on a cross was the worst that could possibly happen in that culture. And for God to go to that extent to win you back says something about, uh, you know, when Paul says he, he made himself, you know, uh, a servant, you yeah. know, what, what that servant yeah. heart of God looked like. And then the other one, interestingly, is in is and lots of people go, oh, well, did it really happen? But actually, it's, it's it, a very historical, you know, in terms of the the accuracy of the text, public. So you know that that actually this happened. This man was crucified. There were witnesses. It yeah. was seen, um, and it was around his claims to be the Son of God that actually part of the proclamation of the gospel goes with this public death of in as a criminal. Uh, one of the, so. Being the the um, son of a religious leader, I, I would have thought that I would identify my sense of culpability in sin with um, the religious leaders involved in um, Jesus' trial. You know, there's the, the sort of almost the gangster um, esque Annas and Caiaphas family who who have all been high priests, and Jesus gets kind of a, a bit of a rough trial at their house. But actually, the the one that I find the character I find most convicting is Pilate, who's just compromised in all directions. And, and I think we look at political leaders today and we find it so easy to judge them. And I know that I do. But actually, here's, here's a guy who, um, you know, we don't know much about him, but we know that in this moment he's profoundly compromised. Um, he's thinking about the peace of the city that he's come to rule. He's thinking about his career. He's thinking about what his wife has said about this guy who's standing in front of him. Um, he's trying to wrestle philosophically with what Jesus is saying to him whilst also managing a crowd. And and yet he, he basically washes his hands of the situation. But in washing the hands of the situation, he hasn't done nothing. He's done something. So he's trying to portray that he's doing nothing, but actually he is acting in the, in the play. And I think that's it in the context of, of all the political leadership issues that we face in today's society, that that is deeply um, uh, convicting as a story. Because I think to myself, how often do I find it easy to do nothing rather than do something um, in situations? Yeah, the guy who does nothing in the creed says, "Crucified under Pontius Pilate." For all yeah. of history, he's <laughs> yeah. he's re- he's remembered as yeah, the yeah, man yeah. he was um, crucified under him. And and that, that's a really interesting word, isn't it? So anyway, there we go. That. Um, uh, uh, why was the act of sacrifice carried out as a punishment by those that crucified him and not as a sacrifice he could have made? Because actually we all, all of humanity has contributed to um, his cru- crucifixion. Um, and when we read the stories, um, uh, we should be convicted of how easy it would have been for us to have been in any one of their shoes had we been present at 
that time. It's back to last week we talked about why we're not Jews and there's something there's something like uh, an act of sacrifice of a man carried out by the Jews able to have been against their faith anyway, yeah. point one. But also point two would have located everything within Jewishness whereas actually this is, because it's Romans it basically locates the act of the cross, the act of salvation for the whole of humanity. So there we go, that was episode two of the Alpha Sessions um, for this summer's Morty Vicar podcast. Episode one was about principles and, uh, of, and ethics, and episode two was about what we call soteriology, um, how we're saved. See, there's themes emerging. And we'll look forward to the next session on Morty Vicar.